Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we start this episode, could you do me a favor? Could you rate and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts? And also, could you subscribe to our YouTube channel? That's at youtube.com slash by the hood. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And first and foremost, just want to say Happy New Year uh, to everyone out there, man. Um, 2020 was a tough year for all of us, but, you know, um, on to bigger and better things for 2021. We start every show off with gratitude. So I want to say thank you to our entire community, specifically the students from By the Hood University. Um, it's growing at a rapid pace, man, and we appreciate all of your support. Um, I got my brother. My partner in crime, Corey. Me, Corey, what's up, good brother? You know, like I say, man, every day above the ground is a good day, and all complaints go go to the uh, circular file, man. We we crashing <laughs> complaints, no doubt, man. Listen, so our platform is designed to highlight brothers and sisters who are doing amazing work in the community, building businesses, doing anything to empower our people. And this guest is, uh, you know, just like all the rest of them, man. Everybody's special, man. But this brother's um, coming out of St. Louis, a real estate investor, and the young brother at that who's um, doing amazing work and me and him had a conversation and he was talking about some of the things going on in the real estate in St. Louis. And it kind of like blew my mind. So wanted to have him come on and um, have this conversation, man. We got the brother Joe McFadden out of St. Louis. What's up, Joe? How you? Hey, hey what's up fellas? I'm great. How about yourself? Oh man, we can't complain, man. Listen, first and foremost, man, thank you for your time. Cause you out here getting to it. You actually at a construction site right now as we record this. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty dope. You know, he getting to it, man. He getting yeah. to it, man. Get that bag. <laughs> yeah, man. So first off, Joe, man, happy new year to you, good brother. Happy new year. Happy new year. Yeah, man. So listen, um, we're gonna get into what you got going on real estate wise, but tell us a little bit about your background. Like where are you originally from? You know, what was your up upbringing like and you know, how was your childhood and everything? Uh, I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. I still stay in St. Louis. I've been out the state a few times and everything like that, but home is where the heart is and my upbringing, I was, I mean, like it was a typical family, mother, her, dad, there, sometimes together, sometimes not together. I mean, I'm from the hood just like almost anybody else. So, I mean, like if you're from the hood, you can relate. Some days are easy, some days are harder than most, but I mean, we got through it. It made us who we are. Yeah, that's facts, man. St. Louis is interesting to me, man, because I really don't know anything about St. Louis, never been there. Only thing I know about St. Louis is like A-Verb, Hitman, and B-Magic, to be honest with you. That's all I know. Outside of, outside of whatever they say, I don't know nothing else, man. But um, with with, with that being said, though, um, was investing something that was talked about in your household or real estate or was any of that talked about when you were coming up? Nah, I mean, like it it was all typical. Like, go to school, graduate, go to college, get a degree, get a good job, save money, retire. Like the typical nine to five. I mean, like no disrespect, but it's like, what can poor parents teach their kids about money? So it's mm -hmm. like. You sometimes you, you got to go out there and figure it out. And I mean, like, I wanted more. So I went out there and I figured it out and I put it all the way together. It was a bunch of trial and error, but I mean, it helped me make me who I am. And I, I appreciate the journey. No, listen, you, you got to. Everybody has their own story, man. I'm glad you said that because. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times we get online and we, we try to compare ourselves against other people's highlight reel. And there's a lot of capping out there, too. A lot of folks is lying. But you, you have to appreciate your journey specifically. So what was it? Was it anyone particular, like a person or a place, a thing, a book? Or what was it that kind of like shaped you and said, you know what? I want more. I could do better and made you realize that you can do it. 
uh, it was actually a book. I was at work and uh, I was listening to music. Then somehow I was on YouTube. Then I stumbled across like it was like a motivational speaker or something like that. And then I just started digging and started digging. And I stumbled across a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. Mm -hmm. I ended up listening to that book while I was at work. And I looked around like, man, hold on. Like, something add up. Like, then I got to listen to it more and more. And it just got to breaking it all the way down. Liabilities, assets, uh, how the rich go about, why the poor stay poor, how the middle class try to keep up. And it just it explains so much stuff. And once, the, once I listened to that book and finished that book, like, the world is totally different to me now. Like, yeah. I, I changed my mind. It changed my life. Yeah, that, that that's powerful, man. So that's the one thing about that book. I will say that 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 a lot that book has changed a lot of lives, right? You know, gotta give give him credit for that. He's changed a lot of lives with that book. And at that what you just said is interesting. I like to talk to people about their matrix moment. Like, what was it like when you first realized like everything I everything I've been told is a lie? Like you try to share it with other people and they they not where you are because maybe they haven't read the book or they don't know. Like, what's that like when you try to share it with your family and friends? Um um most of the time, a lot of people look at me like, um, like what you're talking about is real, but at the same time, I'm not trying to hear it. Like, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. And it's just like, I'm not trying to tell you. I'm just trying to give you a different angle. Look at it from this angle right here. Like I got to tell people all the time, like, you're, you'll never be able to see the bigger picture if you steady trying to be in the picture. You, sometimes you got to step back in order to see the bigger picture. Like, you can't see the bigger picture if you're always trying to be in it. And a lot of people don't understand that. And it's yeah. like, that's a bar. You can't see the big picture if you're always trying to be in the picture. You can't. It's impossible. Man, show title. <laughs> that was oh. hard. Yeah, you can't see the big picture if you're always trying to be in the picture. I, I, I like that one. That's a, that's a quotable right there, good brother. Yeah, so let me ask you this, though. So you, you, you go to get into the game. Um, what, was the, what was the struggle like when you first learned the information and then learning to apply it? How'd that work out for you? I mean, I was hesitant just like anybody else because it's like it's, – it's, Anything you do is going to be new, but it's just like once you put money on the line, it's a little bit more intense. But like I, I kept on telling myself, what's the worst that can happen? It's like you want to keep on waking up at 5 a.m., breaking your sleep to go break your back and make the next man richer. Or you're going to go ahead and take a leap of faith and start investing a little money. I mean, like you got to understand it's only two things you can really invest time or money. You're going to invest the time regardless. Like the money is going to come, it's going to go, but that time you're never getting it back. So it's just like. Just go ahead and take that leap of faith. It's not it's not heart surgery. Ain't nobody finna ain't nobody finna die in this. So it's just like go ahead and take a chance. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, and you know a lot, a lot of times we that's that's really good perspective, man. Like you gonna pay the time anyway. Time is the toll for everybody. So you might as well go get the money while you out here. But you know it's also like one of the advantages of coming from like communities where we come from, and I'm glad you actually brought that up in the beginning. When you start to um, go to different cities and you go to like, you know, specific communities, you realize like, yo, there's so many things that overlap. It's all, I guess it's like the old DJ Quick song. Uh, it's just like Compton, like all these different hoods are just like Compton. Right. Um, but when you come from those environments, what, one of the things I try to like, you know, talk about with uh, folks who are still on the street is like, yo, you risk your life every day. So when you like, go out in the business of real estate, what's the worst that could happen? Someone going to tell you no. A bank's gonna tell you no, I can't loan you that. If someone says no, I don't want to sell my like, yo, no is nothing. But but the thing about it is, you're, you're going to get you're going to get told no. You're, you're not going to always receive yes. But the thing about it is, you have to find out why you're being told no. Once you figure out why you're being told no, it, it's 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 going to change. 
It's yeah. going to be like you just got to put it all the way together and come to the table correct. Man, I had I've had dudes who are in the streets on a daily basis tell me like I can't invest in the stock market. It's too risky. I'm like my dude, like yo, you you getting shot at? You put your life on the line every day. How you gonna tell me the stock market is risky? Like, what's the worst gonna happen in them? Are you gonna lose money? Like, and, that, and that's the kind of perspective I'm talking about. When we it's, recognize it's, it's you out here shooting dice on the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you out here in a pandemic shooting dice, but you telling me that it's too risky. Like, what, what, what are we talking about here, man? Like, it's about perspective. It's about perspective and information. A lot of times, our folks don't have the information, man. So, you know, and, and you you come from one of those environments, man. So I know that. Outside of like building your wealth through the real estate, you try to teach and give back. That's part of what you're doing, right? Yeah, got to each one teach one because it's like you got to understand why I'm not for sure about Philly because I've never been to Philly, but why I come from St. Louis, it's the crab in the bucket mentality. But at the same time, it's like a lot of people looking at me like, oh, we may be in a bucket together, we may be crabs, but look, look at me, I got the shinier claws. Look at me, I got the shinier. <laughs> Like, are you serious right now? Like, you don't understand. Like, we inside this bucket. Like, we need to get out and see what's bigger than this. And it's just like, once people almost at the top, people want to pull them back down and try to get rid of them or something like that. But you don't understand. If they able to make it out and they come back, it's, it's going to be a win-win for everybody. Like, that's the thing about the, I'm not going to really talk about it, but that's the thing about the drug game. A lot of people always want to take the plug out. If you take the plug out, now you have no connects. Now it's like everything is dropped. So yeah. Once you snatch that plug out, there is no more connections. Yep. Like you got to let somebody be that source. You got to let somebody be that voice. You got to let somebody be head hunter. Man, that's bars right there. <laughs> it's like, I love that analogy too. Yeah, I mean, listen, nobody eats if, 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 if there's no food on the table. I mean, and and I talk, I talk about the violence all the time. I'm like, look, man, nobody make money on a hot block. Like, if you're shooting and killing each other, the cops always gonna be around. Anybody gonna get no money? It's still nobody gonna get no money. Anyway, I understand exactly what you're talking about. But here's the crazy part, right? That whole analogy of like the uh, the, the crabs in a bucket, right? It's always interesting to me because one of the things that motivates me is understanding why the crabs are in the bucket in the first place. They got put there. When, when you start talking about the fact of why we're in this quote unquote bucket, then you realize like, yo, we got to let someone get out and bring us back. We, like, we, we have to, we can't pull each other down because we're not even supposed to be here. Yeah. And like, that's my thing. It's like, we may be crabs in a bucket, but it's just like, I'm trying to get out this bucket and see what's out there. And once I go and get that, I'm bringing that right back. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm not just going to take this and run with it. I mean, like, I'm going to bring it back, but at the same time, I'm not going to be like, up in the mix and everything like that. And the thing about the hood, people have to understand, it's only us in the hood. So it's like we taking each other out, we friend each other, we mugging each other. It's like we going at each other. We yelling Black Lives Matter, but we got to start showing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. So it's like, it's, 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 it's one of the reasons, right? And we, we talked about this before we came on, why our thing is by the hood, right? It started as a real estate thing, but became so much more because when we say by the hood, we're talking about buying into each other, man. And, and, and having conversations like this, and building a network of folks that are doing positive work because when you actually look at someone as being your brother or your sister, you will never want to harm them, right? You might fight with your brother, but you ain't going to take your brother out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really look at someone as being your brother, man. So I think it's important to have this conversation and also the work that you're doing. Tell us about the work you're doing in the community in terms of like teaching other folks uh, the game as you, even as you learn it, you're giving the game right back out. Yeah, and it's like a lot, like I've been in real estate. I bought my first house at 20, 20, I bought it 25, right before I had turned 26. 
So it's like after I had read the book and everything like that, I figured out the liabilities and the assets, uh, acquiring equity in property and everything like that. And my goal was to actually buy a multifamily, live in one, and rent out the other three. It's called house hacking and everything like that for those who really don't know too much about real estate. But it's like after that, I had bought that house and I realized I was spending more time at work than I was spending in the house. And it's just like, no, nah, some ain't adding up. So I ended up going ahead and selling that, saving money up, moving to a small apartment. I'm talking about it's all about sacrifice and discipline. So I was able to save money up. I ain't gonna say how much I was saving the money and everything like that, but just know like it, it was enough to save up. Yeah. Accumulate over time. And it's just like I put together a whole plan. Like my plan was not to buy from the city. Uh a friend of mine actually told me about the LRA. That's the name of the thing. It's uh through the city, so you buy property through the city, and like he he got me hipped on it, and I was just like, what, like what is this? It was a stack like this thick with over like ten thousand properties that the city owned it, don't nobody want. So I start looking into it, I start digging into it. So I'm just driving around the city looking at a uh, property. It's just like, man, like the house for a thousand. I'm calling them. I'm talking. I'm verifying everything. I'm trying to find somebody who did it. It's like I'm finding people, but at the same time, they're not trying to outsource it. They're not trying to tell nobody what's what. They're not trying to give nobody guidance, no none of that. So, just so like, hold on. So you found people that already figured out the game, but they weren't willing to share with you. I mean, they was, but only to a certain extent. It's just like ah. they'll tell you, oh, you got to do this and you got to do that. But it's just like, oh, can I pay you to sit down and have lunch? Can I pay you to come see your property? Can we do this? Can we do that? Like, can we link up? Like, can we make something happen? It was just like, no. <laughs> I mean, like, it wasn't point blank. Now nah, it was just like, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I got this. Oh, I'm out of town with you up and everything like that. So I just took it amongst myself to take that leap of faith after I had sold my house and saved up for a few years and everything like that. Then I looked into it. I ended up, I actually found my property on accident. I was actually looking at the property next door. But I don't know about Philly. Here, we got the low-pitched roof, so all the water hit the roof, and it goes to the back of the building. So if mm -hmm. someone stole if someone stole the downspout, so it's me. It's hitting the roof and hitting the gutter and it's going and it's hitting the back of the wall. So over yeah. time, water will damage anything. So the back of the building was was all it's all gone. And I end up uh looking in the yard next door, the property that I own now, and I saw a burgundy board. So it's like her they uh put the burgundy boards on there. So any nine times out of ten, when you see that burgundy board, that means the city owns it. And I say nine times out of ten because like I still got the burgundy board back there because I'm working on the properties upstairs and not downstairs. Anybody in real estate, you already know why. So mm -hmm. I saw that and I had I had walked back to my car and I, I looked it up online and it was on the list. I'm like, ain't no way this on the list. I I called down there, she said it's on the list. I'm like, oh my God, like, like this is it right here. Like this, this the moment I've been waiting for. This is the moment I've been plotting on. So I sat on the block for like, I want to say like two weeks. I sat on the block, like day and night, just to see the activity and everything like that. And I mean, it's it's a decent street, uh, older folks, young folks, but at the same time, nothing too hectic. So I end up, uh, I want to say like three weeks later, I end up closing on it. And it's just like, let me remind you, like, this was my first go around. Like everything, like you see on my page and everything like that. This is like really like my first time, like in mm -hmm. real estate. Like, I've been in real estate since I was 25 when I bought my first house. But this is like my really, really first go around. Like yeah, you really time. you really get into it now. And my question is, how many units is that building that you that you purchased from the city? It's four. Four units. You I got a four, four unit building. Four thousand. Hold on, I should repeat that. Let's slow that down. You bought a four unit building for how much? I bought a four unit building for four thousand. And the crazy oh. part about it is, 
I could have probably got it for like 1500 2000 because like I said earlier, it says submission or offer. They wanted 4000 for it, but I could have offered them 1500 and they probably would have came back like 35 and we would have did a negotiation a little back and forth. But it's just like I had the money on hand. I was ready to get the ball rolling. I was ready to get it started. So I went ahead and said I got the 4000 they require a 10% down. So I had to give them a uh, uh, 400 down. But before all of that, you got to qualify. You got to give them your W-2s, your um, your bank statements. Uh, That's crazy. You, you got to show that you got like proof you got money coming in. I just want to take time with that, right? Because, all right, so first off, our biggest audience is in Philadelphia because we're from Philly. But then number two is like Atlanta. Number three is New York. I know our folks in New York are probably like, hold up. You bought a four-unit building for four thousand dollars, right? Oh. That's insane. Four thousand dollars a month in rent. Yeah, Yo, cats out here paying four grand a month in rent, right? That's insane. Like, and you got the exposed brick. Yeah, like I said, you actually are at the facility. For those watching the video, he's at the building right now. Um, you know, let me ask you this question though. Let me ask you this question, Joe. Um, what would the rents go for when you get everything like completed? What would the rents go for per unit? I mean, it all it all depends, but like this unit right here, I'm working on right now. I'm I'm expecting to get ten fifty, no more. I'm saying no, no wow. less. So it's just like it's it's all electric, two bedroom, one bathroom. Everything is new. Everything is new. Wow. Oh yeah, we can see the building. That's 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 a beautiful. Oh, building too. Four, what? four grand, cause. Oh yes. yeah. Four. All right, man. Like yeah. first, all right. So let me ask you this question about the the market, just in general. How many opportunities are there out there like that? It's up now. Uh, the listing updated, so it's like 11,000. 11,000 properties. The city owns over 11. Well, I'm not gonna say the state properties, it's uh, lots, uh, it's mixed units, it's single families, it's four families. They own over 11,000 properties that don't know. Well, 11,000 properties that don't nobody want. Well, let me ask you this question. What's going on overall in, in St. Louis in terms of like the real estate game? Um, like, is it is it is it changing? Because I can't see that happening forever. Right. So if you understand real estate, it goes through cycles. So it's not always going to be that way. But what's going on in, in the city in general? Right now. Right now, like and that's kind of what my class was based off of. They got a project going on right now. It's called the NGA West. It's a $1.7 billion, $1.7 billion project. It's about, if you drive, it's about three minutes from my property. So with that being said, if it's a $1.7 billion project, it's only a matter of time before the uh, anything in that area. So like I was talking about in my class, anything in the 63106, 63107, and 63108, it's only a matter of time before the property value go up. Cause it's yeah. a it's a federal building, about three about two to three minutes driving from my property. So okay, so like, things are changing. So so I mean, so you made it, it sounds like you made a wise purchase, man. Um, these classes that you're actually giving, uh, you know, for the people, tell us about the classes though. Um, how how like what what are they, what's the name of your classes and what are you doing with these classes? I mean, this 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 year, uh, this was actually my first class. I had a class in uh, October. The tickets was a hundred dollars a piece. It actually sold out at twenty five. Um, and in the class, I gave out uh, tape measures, t shirts, yearly planner. You got your real credit check, uh, 
credit specialists came through, the lender came through, and three realists came through. They all talked and uh, spoke on everything they do and everything like that, the process. And then I spoke at the end about my process and how I bought from the city. I bought my first home and everything like that and what made me get into real estate. So the class was two hours long. And then outside the class, it was another two hours. We were supposed to get on the shuttle bus, but everybody wanted to drive their car. So we went to my uh, my older brother property first. I explained his, pro his property, his process and everything like that. And then once we left there, we went to my younger brother property. I explained his process and everything like that. And then we came over to my property and I uh I got I got four doors and like each door is like a different phase. So I was able to give them from start to like almost finish. Mm -hmm. So my question is like I, I noticed on your page, on your IG page, it's like you know, McFat is the brothers. So your 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 whole family's getting in the game. Like like so uh, did they buy their properties the same way you did? Uh, my older brother did, but my younger brother, he bought it off the MLS. And it's like, Bird is actually not my last name. Bird is actually the block that I grew up on. Ah, okay. So it's, uh, the, 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 the block I grew up on, it was, it was mostly guys. We didn't really have no females. So it was just a bunch of brothers from Bird. So it was okay. just like, once, once I started it, I didn't just have me in mind. I had it. I had the block that I grew up on and all the guys I grew up with in mind. So it's just like, it's going to be a brother thing, but at the same time, we're going to spread it out for the people. Okay. So you're putting everybody on. You're putting everybody onto the game. Everybody is ready and willing. That's the key word people, right people, there. People approach me all the time and be like, oh, I got 5000 man. Like, can you invest this for me? It's like, no, I can't invest it for you, but I can show you how to invest it. I'm not mm -hmm. feeding nobody fish. Like I I can show you how to fish all day long, but I'm not finna give you no fish. Yeah, nice. Let me ask you this question. All right, so you know now now you figured out you had your first property, you got rid of that. Now you figured out a way to um you know invest invest in the in the hood. So my next question is this, right? Um, what what are your plans for the future, right? So give us some of the short term plans and also long term plans for your for your real estate empire you're trying to build. Uh, short term, I would say like within the next year, well, I, I say by August, all four doors right here will be complete. By the end of the year, I want to buy another two properties from the city because that's like a, another thing about it. You can only buy one property at a time and they give you 18 months to get it up to par. When they say get it up to par, they mean like no busted windows. If the windows are busted, boarded up, no bricks falling down. Um, just basically not a nuisance in the eyesore to the neighborhood. That's all they're really looking for. So, I mean, I want to get another four family flat by the end of this year. And I also want to host another two real estate classes uh, the next three to five years. I don't really want to say it, but I, I'm going to be a millionaire. So, okay. Listen, put it out there, man. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter put, of time. Put it out there. Now, let me ask you a question. Are you, are you, doing, the work, are you doing the work yourself or you got a crew? Or how, how are you doing about the construction piece? I mean, you might not believe me, but all the work you see, I did. I mean, that's oh, some nice light. There's some nice recess light, right? That's a nice light right there. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't believe me. It's like I, I did. The only thing I didn't do, but I helped out with was the roof. I ran all of my electric. Uh, I helped with the plumbing, but my plant, my plumber, he ran all the plumbing. I did all the framing. I did the electric. I did the drywall. I did the mud, the tape. I did majority of the paint. My guy in the back, he painting right now, and it's just like. I laid the floors down. I exposed the brick, and I had 
I want to say like 10 to 15 people helped me with the demo. Now, we, we, is, that, we like, skills that you, is that skills you already had and you picked up because of this? Like, where'd you learn those skills at? <laughs> um, so here in St. Louis, it's a uh, it's a big school called Rankin. I went there for uh, carpentry. So I knew how to frame and everything like that. But everything else, this was my first go around. It's like once you start putting money on the line, common sense start clicking quick. <laughs> I'm quick. So, I mean, I, I I was able to put it all the way together and like figure it out as I go on. And it, it's a thing that that's called YouTube. That right there is it, is amazing. YouTube, YouTube University, YouTube University. Yeah, I heard <laughs> yeah. that. I heard that. That's nice, man. That that that's that's pretty dope, man. I'm 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 proud to see what you're doing. But also, I think the biggest lesson from this I'm taking is the fact that as you're learning and going along this journey, you bring in other folks with you. Um, yeah. and, and that's rather important, man. Corey, you had a question, good brother. Yeah, I did. So um, on your journey, and you said you and your brothers are, are bringing it out and you're doing the educational piece, what kind of, um, who's your, what's your ideal investor? Like, like somebody who, who's coming to you and they're looking for help and you're trying to help them, what would they look like? Um, it it kind of all depends on their approach because it's multiple ways to get into real estate. Like I got to tell people all the time, in order to get to where you're trying to go, you got to figure out where you're at. So we right here in St. Louis, Missouri, if we head up north, we'll never hit Georgia. We'll never hit Atlanta. So it's just like you have to figure out exactly where you're at in order to get to where you're going. So in my one-on-one -on -one classes, I have them write down all of their expenses and their income. So it's just like you got to figure out where your money is going. Because if you don't have a plan for your money, somebody else doing it's only a matter of time before you don't have that money. It's mm -hmm. like you got, you got to have a plan for your money. And like people work so hard for their money, it's just like, they don't understand money is a tool. You have to have money working for you. I mean, it's nothing wrong with having the clothes and the nice cars and everything like that, enjoying yourself. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it's like, how are you getting the money? Like, how is the money coming about? If you're going to go work, just say $15 an hour. So in two hours, you make $30 and that's before taxes. So if you take that $30 and you decide to go buy a shirt, this this $30 or $45. You just you didn't spend $45 or $30 on that shirt. You spent two to three hours on that shirt. And it's like once you start looking at it like that, it's gonna be a game changer. Yeah, like, man. We I, gotta I we, remember the last time I bought myself a pair of shoes. We gotta get you, we gotta get you our, our, our book. Uh, Corey and I wrote a book called Own Your Time and Space. And then like it sounds like you're reading from that because that's part yeah. of it about is is the value of time right being the, the, the number one asset and, and that's absolutely true when you start to see things that way you spend money different yeah and you spend life different <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's facts man that's facts so listen man so um you know you told us about your goals you know uh short term long term um how you got to where you're going man first i just want to say thank you for your time thank you i also want to say Thank you for what you're doing in terms of pouring back into our folks because it's needed, man. Um, you love to see uh, younger brothers like yourself who are not only, uh, you know, learning to build the wealth, but sharing it as they go along. Because I think it's important to highlight people like you um, because we got people from all walks of life all across this country who are doing great work, man. And, um, man, when all, when all this nonsense is over, man, we're going to come out to St. Louis, man. I'm trying to cop some uh, $4,000, four units, man. Like Whenever y'all whenever ready, man. Come on. Whenever y'all ready. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's what. Listen, man. We 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 ain't playing either. We gonna pull up. <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a guy fly. To, that's that's back when my cl my classes started off at seventy five bucks a piece, and then they went up to a hundred, and then they was one fifty. Now they two fifty. When the guy came, my classes was at one fifty, and he was like, "No disrespect, but my plane ticket costs more than your class." 
And I was just like, none taken. It's like, I almost got to force people to invest in themselves. It's like, they looking at like, oh, I'm not finna give you $150 for a class. So I'm not finna give you $250 for a class. But it's like, if you do that, I'm finna give you a million dollars worth of information. Yeah. I'm, and, I'm, I'm, you know, man, that's... You that's a great point. That's that's a great point. So Corey and I, like we were telling you before, we used to we spent years like in the streets, like giving away stuff for free. And we what we recognize is a lot of times people don't appreciate it when it's free. Although I know I could be charging for this, right? So I, I would I would literally um I, I've I'm not, not trying to toot my own horn, but I've spoke all around the world and I've gotten you know paid. I got flued out, Pauls. But um, I come back to our community and give it away for free. And Cats is like, well, it's free, so it can't be that valuable. I'm like, well, the other folks is paying me for this. I'm trying to give it to you for free. So you have to kind of like put a little price tag because people put value on it, right? But then with the price tag, you got to be careful with that because you don't want to price somebody out. But at the same time, when people pay for something, they tend to take it more serious too. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a a weird dynamic right there, man. Like like, like my big bro always told me, good dope sell itself. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. and I, I i ain't never sold dope but damn my life you know, like what, what what i'm selling and what i got like this straight drop like this dope right here yeah is is bouncing back listen i've taken I, I mean i hope the folks watching and listening um have taken something you said from there but i've already taken a piece of game from you right now you know I, i'm gonna let them figure it out for themselves man but let's just say it's opportunity out here man um yeah. so i know that just in this conversation, if you if you you drop something on me that I can make money with, then I'm pretty sure your class is next level. Man, like uh, the class, the information I gave out in the class, I had gave like a clip of it online, and it's just basically just how to go down there and buy from the city, and the process and everything like that. And then like another clip was how to file your LLC and get your EIN number, start your business account, and everything like that. And I had a few people hit me up like, "Man, take that down. You're giving away too much free game." And I'm just like. Like this, this is nothing compared to like what's inside the class. It's just like the information that I have in my head. I'm walking around with like how they say you got a million dollars in your in your mind. You just got to pull it out. It's Listen, like, I, I got that. I, we've heard that. I, I already know you ain't lying because like when we put our uh, stock market course out, right? So we put our and we charge like ninety nine dollars for the intro to stock market. People hit us up like, "Yo, take it down." I'm like, what do you mean? Like it's too cheap. And the point I was making is like crazy part is. Don't matter what the price is, because most people that buy, like you know, um, go to go to actual courses or or, or meetings, ninety percent of people don't do nothing with it anyway. That's just I mean, data shows that, man. Data shows that most people that take a course, the class, they don't use it. So I'll give you all the game because you ain't gonna use it anyway. But those yeah. that do, but those that do though, that separate themselves, that's what it, that's that's what it, you know. You can see a change. Where the dollars reside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't mean no disrespect, but I had 25 people pay for uh, the tickets. I, well, it actually was 26. A, guy, uh, a lady was supposed to fly in from Jersey, but she ended up having some family issues. She had to take care of and everything like that. So out of the, tw- out of the 26 people, only 18 showed up. And I'm not for sure how many people have has applied anything. It was just like after the class, they had 30 days to contact me. And I think I probably like five people contacted me. But even then, like I still be reaching out, like, did you make a move yet? Like, mm-hmm. have, have you got your credit together? Like, have you spoke with the lender? Have you spoke with the credit uh credit specialist? Like, like what moves have you made? Did you write your goals down? It's just like I just be checking on them from time to time just mm-hmm. to keep just to keep keep the ball rolling. But I yeah. mean like they, they gotta take it on they self to really want it. Like if the why if the why is strong enough, the how won't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> 
Another bar. All right, might have to change the show title now. The yeah. <laughs> I'm but from no. St. Louis, man. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. You a battle rapper too? I see, I see. Nah. You, you got bars too. But no, but here's the thing, right? Corey said something to me which was interesting. He said that um, you know, what our courses, right? So we have stock market options course, precious metals, all that. We got real estate course. We got all of it. He said the folks that reach out and actually go through a one-on-one process are the ones that are making the money, right? So we have hundreds and hundreds of students, but the ones that are making real money, the people walking away from their jobs and all that are the folks that actually, um, you know, they reach, take, out. they reach out, right? They will, they literally will reach out like how I do this, how I set this up. And is, you know, you, you, you make yourself available, but like you said, people have to be ready and willing to, to do whatever it is to follow the information. But those that follow the information are ones that are in, within our circle that are making real money. We got folks making real, real money. Um, you know, so that's what's interesting. So you'll see the same thing. It's always the 80-20 rule. If anything, the 80-20 rule is like real. It's real. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But keep, what I'm, point I want to make with all that is more in the world. Keep doing the work. Keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing is needed, brother. And I just want to like give you your flowers, man. Keep doing that work, bro, because you could change somebody's life, man. Somebody will, you know, take man, the game I from you and take the next level. Not, not to toot my own horn or nothing, but like I change people's lives every day. Cause like people be hitting me up left and right, like, oh, you motivate me, oh, you inspire me, and everything like that. So it's just like another thing I'm doing uh in 2022, I'm actually going to give away a house to a single mother. Like, oh, no, no faking. Like, I'm going to give away a house because it's just like I remember growing up and the lights being cut off, not having really enough to eat and everything like that. Because, like, my father was there, but at the same time, like, he, he wasn't there. No disrespect. And it's just like, it's it's a lot of kids in positions that it's no fault of their own. But it's just like, like, it's the mother, but it's just like she don't have the information and she don't have the guidance that she need. Like, she don't have their will. She don't have. I guess you can say that support system and everything like that. So just like if I can do that and other people see that, it's like they 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 may take toll to it and just like they may go with it. It's like oh he doing this, I want to do it too. And I'm I'm really I'm not trying to start a wave, but it's like I'm trying to set a trend. And it's just like each one teach one. It's like if we give back, it's only a matter of time before it comes back around. You got to understand. Like in my opinion, we was all we was all put here on this earth to serve one another. You got to think about it. If we don't serve one another, like nothing's really getting done. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's facts, man. That's big, man. And, and you know, I, I can't wait to see that happen, man. You got to document that because that's powerful. That's like, yeah. that's that, that's that war done type stuff, man. You're giving yeah, I mean, away like, a house, man. That's I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it away, but at the same time, I'm not just going to give it away. It's just like, you got to understand credit. You got to get your finances in order. You got to understand taxes. Yeah. Um, You got to know how things work. You got to know how to go in there and change the light bulb or a doorknob or something like that. I'm not just going to give you a house just for you to turn around and lose it in two to three years because of back taxes or you let such and such move here and now you got domestic violence, just like a whole bunch of stuff like that. It's like, if you hand somebody something, they don't really like cherish it, they don't really take care of it, but it's just like, if they go through the ranks to get it, they're, they're going to respect it a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. That's facts, man. Listen, man, that's yeah. big though, man. Right. Salute to you for that, brother. Man. Yeah, man, that's that's dope, man. So, uh, Joe, man, I, I, first off, like again, thanks for your time, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, we're a resource for you. If anything you need from us, advice, whatever it may be, let us know. We definitely gonna pull up once they, once they, once everything goes back up. We are gonna be in St. Louis looking for them cribs too, man. So, um, whenever y'all, whenever y'all get ready, and then yeah, another yeah, thing, 
another thing I want to say before we end it and everything like that, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you keep and how long you keep that money working for you. Yo, we say that at the end of every single show. That, that, that's our side off right there. That's our side off for you. That's you facts. That every single show because that's the, really the truth of the matter. Like Jim said, he know people. We know, I know people personally. Hell, I know people personally in my family that make over 150k a year and in debt up to their eyeballs and can't afford to send their kids to a good school in a school in a good school district and they're making 150k a year so it's late yeah no they just they got bad money habits that's been brought about by what's been going on in their life like everybody ain't been raised the same you know what i mean because if i bring if i make 150k in st louis is different than making 150k in philadelphia or new york like 150k in new york you might be homeless <laughs> but, not, but you know, no, no bullshit. You know what I mean? But I told you story before, right? I, when I used to work as a securities agent, right? So I, I was selling, like you know, I was selling insurance and like um, you know, investment products. I had one day. It was me and another uh, gentleman um who, who worked with me. We we visited some clients. We had clients that was like two attorneys, right? And they both made like two hundred thousand dollars, husband and wife, and they were broke as a joke. I'm talking about broke as a joke. Um, they both drove a Mercedes. They both had nice clothes and all that, but their net worth was in the negative. All right. Our next appointment was with a gentleman who had money. He had a high six-figure net worth, and he worked at McDonald's. And that one day changed my life because what it let me know is like, yo, it doesn't matter how much money you make. If you're making $200,000 a year, but you're spending $201,000, it really don't matter. It don't matter. Like, you, you look the part. But there's people out here who work in like, you know, what people consider menial jobs, but are out here stacking their bread and doing and building a net worth. So that one experience, like, I'll never forget that because, uh, you know, that that that's proof positive of what you just said about it's not about how much money you make, man. So our folks definitely got to understand that. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. So, so Corey, anything you got, you got anything you got for the brother before we get out of here, good brother? I just appreciate people who, who who bring it back, and then especially young people, man. Like I said, every time I see some guy that's that's you know at least a, a generation behind us that's doing something, I feel good because I, I it, it makes me feel like my generation opened the door so y'all can go in and kick the joint down. You know what I mean? Like y'all y'all really y'all kicking the door. I'm 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 actually glad you said that. So uh, I want to say in March at because uh, my next class is going to be in March, so. In April, I'm actually going to start the BBI Big Brotherhood. So it's just like anywhere, anybody between the age of 10 and 18, it's just like you can join it. It's going to be a non-profit. We're going to show them how to uh, frame, electric, drywall, just basically like knowing how to fend for themselves and put it all the way together. And you ain't got to be a dope boy. You ain't got to be a rapper to have money. It's just like you can do this and like. Like you got a support system, you got people behind you. You ain't got to dribble a basketball. You ain't got to throw a football, catch a football. Like you don't always have to go to sport route and everything like that. And it's just like, like we're here to help. It's like if you don't have that male figure, it's like we're not trying to take no one spot, but it's just like we're trying to show them a little bit of guidance and a little bit of leadership. So they don't build, they don't burn everything that, that's created. Damn, you got to keep them warm. Listen, man. When you when you get that set up, let us know, man, so we can highlight that because that that's that's powerful, man. Like you doing all you doing all the right things, brother. And as a teacher, I'll help you set it up, man. So if you need some guidance on on how to set up curriculum and all of that stuff, you just hit me. I guess.
Yeah, no doubt, man. So listen to our folks out there, man. Make sure you follow everything that Joe's got going on. We're going to put his IG page uh, within the description in the show notes if you're listening. So you can see uh, as he, you know, continues to build out his real estate empire, continues to give back to our people. Um, make sure you support him, man. You know, and again, we want to say thank you for all the support you've given us. Joe, continue to do the work, good brother. Um, and to the folks out there, as we always say, Joe said it earlier, man, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Stay blessed. Stay motivated.